when the spring equinox arrives, plants and animals alike come back to life as the days are getting longer and longer. Many spiritual paths throughout the ages celebrate at this time, spring equinox, as a time of cleansing, fertility, and rebirth. What a lot of women don't realize is that the deepest, most important purification that we can ever do has to do with purifying our subconscious mind. This week on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're talking about uh, spring equinox rituals, and we're talking about detoxification and purification, and today specifically, we're going to be addressing the subconscious mind. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to enable and empower women of color with the holistic tools that they need to heal their inner child wounds, reprogram the subconscious mind so that we can break ancestral karmic cycles and this is our movement so welcome and thank you so much for being here if you're catching this on the replay on the podcast i thank you huge thank you huge satnam coming out to you i just want to say it has been so beautiful to see women uh, sharing of the podcast bringing other women along the journey and it has been so beautiful to get your dms and to realize that the information that we're providing as part of this movement is impacting your life so i just want to say thank you and for those that are joining of course live a welcome thank you for being here on this beautiful wednesday a couple of days prior to the spring equinox which is on saturday and it is also a very big epic momentous day because at the same time we're entering into a new astrological year And that's what uh, I was talking about yesterday, which you guys can catch the replay on the podcast. But uh, this Saturday, we're also entering into Aries season. So hopefully you survived Pisces season and the emotions didn't uh, uh, do too much uh, damage to your subconscious because Pisces season is definitely emotional. So now we're moving into Aries, which is incredibly fiery. And at the same day where we have this new astrological year that they also always starts with Aries season, Pisces is the last astrological sign of the zodiac so you can definitely already feel the presence of the energy of rebirth of of massive change because to our bodies what today what what the energy that you're feeling today it feels like being back in december like december 30th december 29th you know those last few days of 2020 it is the exact same energy that we feel this week prior to the spring equinox and it's just beautiful that like i said we started a whole new zodiac year at the same time we have many indigenous ancestors who really revered and they use these dates of the spring equinox as gates of portal of energy to rewire subconscious programs to heal to connect spiritually i know one of the my my favorite ancient ancient ancestors that have led me in my meditations and have guided me in my life are the mayans and the mayans were great timekeepers and there's a specific uh, temple in in uh, Chichen Itza it's it's actually in on the outskirts of of Cancun it is uh, actually in Yucatan it's not really in the Cancun area I don't know if any of you all have been there but uh, Chichen Itza has one of the most beautiful temples very sacred temple where it is known that the great god Kukalkan Kukalkan is the great serpent god would basically create this temple for him because he actually shows up on the equinoxes. The light of, of a snake is seen in these in these temples, in this Chichen Itza temple. And for them, you know, Kukalkan and these times of the equinox were great times of rebirth 
of revitalization. It was the, the essence of, of moving into the planting of the seeds. So the harvest comes in later. So they, they were incredible um, masters and, and teachers of the sun and the moon. And they knew that these specific times in space were incredibly important. And that's why they built all these incredible temples and these this advanced technology that we don't even have access to yet. I mean, they were such an advanced civilization that we can learn so much from them. So they use these dates as, in, as a spiritual connection, as, 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 as an ability to rebirth, because like I was mentioning uh, yesterday, I think I was saying yesterday, maybe it was in my class last night, where, you know, Christ consciousness, that's what's rebirthing in all of us. It's not that there's going to be a savior, like the religion says, and it's going to come out in the sky or somewhere and save you. It's the whole Christ consciousness of unity consciousness. And there's a great message in the, in the story of Christ, whether you believe in him or not, or whether you're religious or not, because it has nothing to do with the religious religion. Uh, Christ did not create Christianity. Human beings created that to keep us uh, with lack of sovereignty, but him specifically the the great message of easter you know and the great message of rebirthing and, and not necessarily rebirthing where you die in this physical body and move into the next incarnation i'm talking about we rebirth while we're detoxifying and processing every moment at every single moment we're doing that emotions food all those different things but these these portals of energy it is a lesson of wisdom for us to learn and how we can leave an old self behind how we can move into our christ consciousness into the highest consciousness into the highest potential that we can be as human beings here and that's why these uh, gates of energy these portals of energy are so important and especially important if you do two things which is what we've been talking about this week and number one is you apply specific energetic work i'm talking about meditation i call this the swc method if you apply ancient tools holistically kundalini which is what i teach then you're able to rewire the subconscious break old ancestral karmic cycles break behaviors that you no longer wish to bring with you in this new year but you gotta learn about these holistic tools and integrate them and the second thing is that if you learn to use these times to purify and detoxify the body mind and spirit then this will become a much easier process for you you won't be repeating those karmic lessons because there's a lot of karmic energy right now and there's going to be a lot more coming down the pipeline especially starting next week march 23rd we have uh, a transition in venus who's going to be conjuncting chiron and chiron is about the wounded healer so all of april is going to be a lot of deep healing soulmate soulmate type of healing so all those things will be coming up but if you learn to practice these rituals these things that are that i've been sharing with you all prior to the equinox then not only will you be able to download the messages because spirituality is not something you do spirituality is something you catch you'll also be able to connect deeply to the intuition you'll also be able to really break and create new neural pathways in the brain so that you're able to leave those old patterns behind and that's what we've been talking about yesterday we talked about purification of the body, which I shared with you all, what I do uh, five days prior to the equinox, what I've done really or, uh, intentionally for the last two years, three years now, this will be my third year. And specifically, I shared with you my cleanse that I practice as well as the yogi tea that I make. I'm actually drinking ninja red today. Ninja red is my other secret weapon, ladies. 
Diane uh, is the one that uh, told me about this, but it is made of wolfberries. It's a natural drink and it revitalizes, gives you energy and it just changes the white blood cells inside of you, cleanses the liver. I mean, it does so much that this entire week I'm doing my Ninja Red, my juicing and my um, yogi tea and a lot of water so that I can prepare for this great momentous time. And so detoxification of the body is very important. I'm not trying to say it's not, you know, we're not a body. We are an infinite soul. We were given this temple so that we can experience God through ourselves so that we can learn to use these holistic tools that I share Kundalini, so that we can basically change the frequency of the temple. You change the frequency of the temple by doing the inner work, meditation, so that you can change your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions, which is energy, which then changes your destiny, which then changes your perception of who you are. You're not this body. It's a great gift. It's a temple. But that will help you eliminate all the existential crisis we have, especially around death and all these different diseases and viruses that people are scared of getting. You know, let's, let's look at the real problem, which is the mind. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So it's super important to detoxify the body. Check out that podcast episode uh, replay so you can learn a little bit more. Today, the subconscious mind. Subconscious mind and really what is connected to that is our spirit and our soul. And subconscious mind rewiring or cleansing or purifying is the most important purification you will ever need to do. Ever, ever in your life. Because all healing happens at the level of the mind. Period. All healing happens at the level of the mind. Now, as it relates to the subconscious mind, this has a lot to do with our inner child programs, as well as the ancestral karma that we carry from our ancestors. You know, the predisposition to anxiety, depression, to suicides, to addictions, to lack mentality because of uh, prosperity challenges, all those ancestral behaviors that's energy those are emotions that our ancestors did not process and we are so blessed and lucky that we get to uh, inherit many of those both the good aspects or the high frequency aspects like their charisma and incredible talent uh, or love capacity but also those programs that didn't serve them or they themselves were not able to process those end up being part of your subconscious mind which then get activated even more through what happens to you between ages zero to seven because between ages zero to seven your brain is in theta stage so it is a sponge that is absorbing all of these different experiences which is then creating who you are as a human consciousness and who you will be projecting to be as an adult, because if we don't deal with these unresolved emotions and experiences and we project them out into the world. Now, one emotion specifically that I want to talk about today, that is the deepest emotion that we carry as women. You know, there's only two emotions ultimately in this world and emotions are energy and emotion. It's either love or fear. It's a polarity. We live in a polarity where people judge the good and the bad. There's a divine feminine and the divine masculine. And there's only two really real emotions. It's fear or love. However, as women specifically, and this is with the women I work with on one-on-one or in my group coaching container, which is a Sovereign Women Academy that is going to be launching again in April. So get ready, ladies. This is very transformative work. And then also within the women within my community. This is what I see as a pattern where this is what I've done. And during spring equinox, I've intentionally set this intention to purify the subconscious mind from this specific emotion. 
And it has been so beautiful to see the progress as, as the energy itself helps me really become aware as to why I still feel this emotion. And what I'm referring to is guilt. Guilt, not anger, feel the anger, feel what you feel. But guilt, that emotion, there is never, ever a place for that emotion, ever. It doesn't matter what you did because ultimately sin is not real. And a lot of people are going to get triggered by me saying this because you're thinking to yourself, well, Veronica, what about that murderer who murdered the child? You know, how is that person not a sinner? First of all, you are God herself experiencing herself through you. But the only person that ever judges is your mind. God is not some man on the top of in heaven sitting, looking with his hands crossed at all the good things you're doing and all the bad things you're doing. And God is not doing that to the murderer either. There is no sin. And sin was created through religion so that we could believe that we're separate from source and that source is somewhere outside of us. And that's so that we believe that we're inherently, there's something inherently wrong with us. Now, what this looks like as it relates to the inner child, it's very deep and, and it's very, uh, a lot of inner work is needed around this. And this is what I've seen, especially with the women that I've helped on a one-on-one -on -one container where they're processing really deep traumas when, um, that they've experienced as a child. And here's where, where, what I've seen as a pattern that is so destructive. When you have experienced uh, some kind of traumatic experience as a child, whether it's some type of abuse, physical, verbal, sexual, or even those programs where you didn't receive the love from your mother because maybe she wasn't present enough for herself, or maybe she didn't receive the love as well. So she was just repeating those programs, whatever the case may be, right? Or your father or whatever happened. The hardest thing for me to help women rewire when we're dealing with them is that they feel guilty because they feel that there's something wrong with them and that that's why their mother wasn't able to give them enough love. Or they feel that they could have prevented the abuse that happened to them. They feel guilty about being a problem and speaking up about what was happening to them because they didn't want to create chaos in the house. So this, there's this constant feeling of guilty guilty because I attracted it, guilty because I, could, I should have done something differently and I should have spoken up, guilty because why didn't my mom love me enough or why didn't my dad love me enough? And so what happens is that we start to create these feelings of guilt. And then you have religion who then trains you to believe that you're good or bad and your parents are programming you into the good and bad. They're doing the best they could, right? But they're teaching you what is good and bad. When in reality, we are so sovereign that we can remember that God is always with us and that the only time that we judge is when we are not in our satna, right? So it takes this awareness of looking at yourself as a, a whole and, and, and complete being. And what it really takes, and this is what we were talking about last night, is learning how to activate the wise watcher so that when things do come back up, especially as it relates to guilt, okay, there are mistakes in this world, right? Sin is not real. There are mistakes. Mistakes are perhaps you were in a state of consciousness of fear and you created energy action that then 
impacted someone else or yourself, right? And and you were not conscious at the time. And if you think about long-term relationships and marriages, you know, that's what it is. It's a, it's the longest form of yoga because you consistently have to be uh, in endurance and learning how to forgive and learning how to project your inner child out to the other human being, right? So it takes us learning how to be with those emotions. So become, we can become a wise watcher of those emotions, especially guilt, and we can get curious as to why we're feeling these emotions. And most of us are so reactive. We don't have a controlled mind. We don't ever, you know, we don't do the inner work. If you're not doing inner work, changing your subconscious mind through meditation, then you're not gonna change. That's the bottom line. I don't care what magic pill is created out there, not even plant medicines, because if you yourself don't realize that you have to get to the root cause, which is your subconscious mind, which plant medicines can help with, but you need a support system afterwards because you're still in this world. You need to integrate yourself, right? Then it is, you're always going to keep going back to those old patterns. And even when people, you know, when I see people uh, from my past, you know, if, if, if I knew that they were shitty people that were really acting out in their inner child ways, which a lot of people are doing that right now, and I see them five years later and they want to be friends again. If that person has not done inner child work or has not done any type of work within themselves to change their frequency, then it, you better believe they're going to be the same human being. And it's where you can start to release and, and forgive people when you start to see them make an effort, you know, like they're actually trying to change from within. They're actually trying to, they're doing even a little bit of inner work to help themselves. They want to change even then those are the people that you learn to still keep in your circle, right? Because it, ta- it's, it takes a sovereign woman to know where to set those boundaries as well. But you can't set those boundaries if you're constantly feeling guilty. If you're feeling guilty about what happened to you, what you did, about not being a good enough mother, or not being a good enough wife, you not being a good enough business owner, if you, you're your worst enemy. And if you're feeling guilty about all of these different things, then that energy is being carried forward into all the things you do, your work, you as a wife, you as a mother, you as a daughter. So it goes back to us looking at those root problems and looking at those instances where the inner child started to develop these defenses around herself to protect herself from the lack of love. And also looking at guilt whenever it does show up in your life, like I said, as a wise watcher, so that you can sit with those emotions and not create more karma. Because the minute that you react, the minute that you react out of love, out of fear, anger, anything else, doesn't matter what the person did. Some of us are born into this incarnation and we have to learn really hard lessons where people betrayed us really bad or they hurt us or they hurt someone else. Yet those are the lessons, and this is hard to hear, but those are the lessons that God knows that we can transcend. That's why we were given, they were given to us here in this university. And you can't do that. You can't accept that or believe that if you haven't done the inner work to rewire the subconscious mind. Lizzie says, I truly believe being in your satnam will allow you to deem what is of value, not right or wrong, but what is true and false. What is love and fear? Yes, such a beautiful aha moment. And that's what we were talking about last night in our Course in Miracles psychotherapy on steroids class. Every Tuesday, I host a class for us instead of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. And that's there's a whole paragraph that was talking about that. And yesterday, I, I, I kind of alluded to that as well. And, and 
purification and detoxification, even you get to decide what is good for you and what is not. You know, I have amazing mentors and teachers and people that I admire. Ultimately, I listen to what they say. I experience it for myself. And if it works for me, I continue to do it. If if it's something that doesn't resonate, I don't care if that person is God herself or freaking, I don't care who it is. I'm not going to do it. Or if that person says, don't do this and do that. I know me. I know who I am. I know who lives within me. I have connected to that divinity. So I have that sovereign power to make decisions based on my, my intuition, not anyone else's, not anyone else's at all. And that's why it's so important for you to be in your set now, which is what? It's the self with the capital S. What is the self with the capital S? It's present moment awareness. Because you want to know what guilt does? Guilt, literally, this is what guilt does. Guilt creates the past where it keeps you rooted in the past because you think you did something wrong. And then it also moves present moment. In the past, you're, you're regretting, right? In the present moment, you're feeling the guilt. And in the future, you're afraid. So you're feeling fearful of the future. So guilt is what creates the linear time. In healing, in atonement, in enlightenment, there is no linear time. You can collapse time at any moment if you learn to understand where the mind is taking you with these emotions. Because like I said, you're moving from being rooted in the past because you regret something to feeling guilty in the present to creating then what? fear in the future. So guilt doesn't matter what you did. Like I said, even somebody who murdered someone else, they can say, wow, I made a mistake. And what if they did murder someone else? And we scan their brains because people that are murderers, their brains are completely destroyed. They might look like a normal person on the outside, but people that don't do the inner work, that have a lot of inner child traumas, that are in a lot of pharmaceuticals, all scan their brain and they're 20 years old and they have the brain of a 90 year old. So we, we don't, we think it's girl. We don't know the whole story as to why that person did that. Right. And if instead of us throwing them into jail, you know, throwing away the key, basically calling us, because what do we do? We like to judge other people so that we're not judged. Right. We like to, we like to make others feel guilty so that God doesn't judge us for the things we feel guilty. But if we instead responded with love with these individuals that have done these things and there are, I I know a parent who, who lost a child through these heinous acts and it was her biggest spiritual awakening. She was forced to forgive and to accept, and, and she now goes around the world and teaches and, and does uh, public speaking for other um, mothers and, and, and parents who have lost their children, but she doesn't hold any resentment about that human being, hating on that human being. She also doesn't feel guilty about what happened in her life, where if something tragic like that were to happen to you, you know, number one, would you feel guilty thinking you were never a good mom? And number two, would you hold grievances against that human being that uh, did something to you? Because those two things are venom that we keep inside of us. And so that continues to create these subconscious programs that we continue to rewire or continue to project out into the world. So when it relates to purification and detoxification, the most important thing that we can ever detoxify or purify is the mind. And the number one emotion that we as women need to clear out of our energetic system is guilt. Beyond fear, it's guilt. Because fear to me almost 
to me, that's an indication that I'm growing now. You know, I, I don't, I'm not afraid of fear. When I start to feel fearful, self-efficacy meditation works really well for that. Then I can be with that fear and still move forward. But when you're feeling guilty, that energetically shows up in your meetings, in your relationships, in your work, everything else breaks down. Everything else breaks down because you have not addressed that one thing that is really holding you back. And it again is those inner child programs where we feel we attracted or did something wrong to deserve the childhood that we did. And that's where it gets really deep. And that's where the rewiring really starts. Lizzie says, Billy Holiday, a famous singer and activist was addicted. And upon her arrest, she told the police, I'm not a criminal. I need mental health. 100%. All anybody who ends up in jail needs mental health. All of those people. And I'm telling you, if we were to scan their brains, you would understand why they do the things that they do. Why it has nothing to do with behaviors but it has to do with the deep traumas that they themselves are going through. But what we do as a society is we make them feel guilty. You know, we put them in jail, throw away the key, you know, tell them all the things are bad. When they come out of jail, that's why the system works so well, because when they come out of jail, their families are upset at them. They make them feel guilty for what they did. They don't support them. They, they, you know, so what does a human being do? The human being feels like nothing. So they go back into their behaviors of drugs, of whatever they got themselves into trouble. And then guess what? They're just part of the system. They get to go back into the system. And the government makes all of this money from, from this, this cycle of let me just um, basically attract all those people that have had inner child wounds. And let's, let's make some money and let's make it part of the system. This is why also if you're going through with somebody in your family that is going through something serious, whether it is jail or an addiction or any, anything that you feel that they should stop or there's something, you know, why can't they just stop? You know, this is where huge opportunity for you to have compassion because as you start to make others feel more guilty about their lives, it really is you projecting out your guilt. It really is you attacking because only the guilty attack. If you know who you are, if you live in the present moment, if you do the inner work to change your frequency, then guess what? You're not going to feel guilty and you're not going to take anything personal, nothing. And all of us can live at that level. We just have to give ourselves the opportunity to actually do the inner work to change everything that's happening. So very important for us. What I do, what I, what I love to do for Spring Equinox is I journal and I sit down and I write my visions because again, this is the new year for us. But I, I also intentionally uh, practice specific energy work, Kriyas, Kundalini Kriyas. We're going to be doing this in, uh, inside of Satori Wellness on Saturday and tonight. On Wednesday, tonight is Kundalini Yoga Wednesday. But uh, specifically ones that work with the subconscious mind and guilt as an emotion. Because again, you know, we have the tools now that are prescriptive that we can actually get to the root cause. We don't have to continue to go in, on walking this planet feeling lost hopeless and just feeling like we're never going to heal that's just the program everything is just a program whatever you're thinking it's just a program so it's important for us to become aware of it so in essence what happens is that meditation should always be your first habit every human should meditate to keep the mind clean meditation is nothing but cleansing the mind through a process you will take a bath so that you may not stink but if you don't take a bath and you put on cologne you will stink differently meditation is the cleansing of the mind so that the mind can tell you who you are. That's what Jogi Bhajan says. 
so that the mind can tell you who you are. And so that you don't need validation from an outer world and you don't need even those things that you thought you needed as a child. Again, you realize that everything you've been seeking, all of it is also is within. It's within. And you are full, whole, and complete. And that is what you get as a gift of rewiring the subconscious mind from all those programs that we have been integrating since we were children, all of those illusions of polarity, the good and the bad. And then we start to reparent ourselves. We start to clear ourselves from the good and the bad, and we start to make decisions based coming from our heart. So very, very important for subconscious mind clearing in our work, SWC. And the gifts, again, are intuition and the ability to connect to source. So if you want to learn a little bit more about the SWC method, you can actually check out my free training. I just revamped it. So you have an updated uh, look as to what the inner child complex is. Because when I look back at my life, all of the energy blockages that I was going through, I had an addiction to alcohol, my relationships were falling apart, all of it had to do with the inner child programs. It wasn't just, you know, the addiction, inner child programs, you know, the, the lack of being able to be open and vulnerable with my heart and my relationships and accept myself fully, inner child programs. So everything extends back to those programs you've had as an inner child. Even if you're hitting plateaus in money where you're making a certain amount of money and you want to make more, that's a program. That's a program and we can break all of these programs through the inner SWC work. So check out the link in my bio uh, if you're on Instagram or link below also on the podcast replay. So you can uh, check out the training, understand what the inner child complex is. How do we do break that ancestral karmic cycles through the inner work and specifically through Kundalini and SWC work? Because I have been on this holistic healing journey. My spiritual awakening started back in 2008, believe it or not when the market first crashed, the real estate market crashed. And then the teachers started to come, the work started to come. And it wasn't until 2015 where I had a, a big Kundalini awakening. And, and that's when I went to the Amazon jungle and worked with plant medicines, came back and uh, so many things happened that Kundalini finally came into my life. And as I became a teacher, that's when the healing circle came finally home. When I, and when I took my journey seriously and I dedicated myself as a priority and when i integrated the work that's the most important thing do the work and you'll get the results so you can check out that training for more details on that uh, my sovereign woman academy which is an eight-week group coaching program it is very intense i will say that and that will be launching next month uh, you'll have more details about that but it is for overachieving women of color because we actually work with the five deepest wounds we address them as an inner child and then we break some serious plateaus as it relates to prosperity and ancestral karma. So it's not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. So that's going to be next month. So I'll share with a little bit more about that next month. So you can check out the links in the, in the bio for all of the other info. Thank you so much for being here. I can't believe it's already Wednesday. This week is going to fly by. I'm happy because um, this is day two of my fast. So Saturday at noon, I'll be able to eat again. But um, second day is usually the toughest. And then the third, fourth day, you start to kind of move into it. But yeah, I'm happy that the week is going by fast. We will be back again on Friday. Lizzie will be here with me. I think uh, she had some awe moments today, which will help us really get deeper into these rituals. What could you be doing spring equinox, pre-spring equinox, which is going to be on Friday, to help you detoxify and purify. And we'll look at the subconscious mind, we'll look at the body, and we'll also look at the spirit. Thank you so much for being here, ladies. I love you all so much. Remember, guilt has no place in your life. 
remember who you are and love yourself and accept yourself for all that you are. Thank you for being here. Sadnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.